How now, brown cow? And I'm feeling good. Right. I had to resolve the first thing you were doing. I did not expect <laughs> how now, brown cow to be the next thing you said. <laughs> uh, hey, everyone. This is Here's the Thing, the podcast where we tell you about the all about the things um, with the things in the thing. Uh, I'm Josh, one of your hosts. I'm joined by... Oh, oh, you never let me say my. Uh, this is Tyler over here. Yeah. Good afternoon, evening, good night, <laughs> um, whatever morning, it morning. is, whenever it is that you're listening to this. Um, this is. I already said it's here's a thing, so I'll I'll move past that, and I will say um, we have a third person with us today. Hey, what's up? And oops, sorry, not, not yet. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so if you listen in, if you li- listen in, if you listened to the last episode. I was there too. Hi, it's a Samuel Garcia again. Yeah, our awesome lead guitarist of our awesome band. Yeah. Yep, he did such a great job. We said, Sam, you got to come back. Actually, I shouldn't say that because that's that's really not what happened. I don't want the other guys to think that we were like <laughs> he did not make the cut. They didn't um, get the invite back. It, I'll tell you this: this the topic we're talking about this week, which to our faithful listeners, you know that. Um, we brought it up weeks back and promised there'd be a part two. Samuel happens to be somewhat of, I won't say an expert because I don't want to set the bar too high, mm, but, but I will say he... Enthusiast? He, yeah, okay. He's an enthusiast in the field of which we will be discussing, in yeah. which we will be, of, and of which we will be discussing. So if you saw the episode title, you know that this is Georgia Guidestones part two. Oh yeah, I was trying to be all like mysterious about it, like they didn't um, see this. <laughs> no, it's titled. It's That's definitely right. titled. That's right. I do that uh, almost every week. I forget. Like we reveal our topics to each other, and I always reveal the topic to you. But like all the listeners are, are like it's yeah, sitting in suspense, know. waiting. <laughs> but that wouldn't work. That wouldn't. Work. I'm I'm sitting in suspense, usually waiting. But the listeners. Yeah, well, that's where the fun the is for us. Is we get to yeah. just kind of see what's going to happen. Um, and it, just in case, I don't think this will go short especially since there's three of us and we all like to talk. But just in case this goes short, I do have something else we can talk about. Um, so, But before we get into all that, thank you, Sam, for joining us. No problem. Um, thank you, Tyler, also for joining us oh, yeah, on, you know, on the podcast that is also yours. Another day, um, another dollar. Oh, you make money sponsored. off of this? Not, nope. Okay. No, no not we're not sponsored. Okay. <clears throat> no, 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 Sam. There's no. <clears throat> thing. I was waiting for like the Dayquil, I mean, the Dayquil sponsor to come on. If there are any sponsors out there. <laughs> Why? What? I don't know. Why would we be sponsored so by many, Dayquil? I don't know. So many products. They actually, we are sponsored by Dayquil, and that was our subtle interjection. We, we've said was, yeah. the name five times. That was our. That was how many times we, we had, had our it. quota. It's All like, right, why, why would I want to be sponsored by Dayquil where I can have it complete and like automatic? I, I was going to do a plug in there, but that, that, wouldn't, that didn't work. I know. Hey, fun. welcome to podcast, Sam. Hashtag where, not sponsored. Where Josh doesn't edit and everything you say is, <laughs> is out there forever. It'll live forever on the internet. <laughs> so next time you want to throw a joke out, <laughs> you're going to learn the hard way like I did, man. Yeah. The school of hard knocks. Yeah. It's, just, it's just going on out there. Um, all right. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and get us back on track here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, back to I, back to intro. I, things. I do have an uh, review of the week. Review of the week. We need a song for review of the week moving Chorus. forward. We don't we have to do, do it this week. You know, right? Like review of the week. Okay, we should, put it on the should, board. 
Okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna Hang work on. on that. Writing. I'm writing, uh, and it is done. D- yeah. On the board. Okay. Done. All right. Here we go. Um. So review the week this week. This is my favorite. Well, no, I'm not gonna say that. Okay, I am gonna say it because I already started to say it, and anything else I say would be disingenuous at this point. It's my favorite review I've read so far. Oh man, on our podcast. Nothing against all of the other reviews. They're all very nice, and we very much appreciate them. But this uh, contains a very high compliment, and so I'm grateful for it. So here we go. This one is from a user uh, named JP2U on the iTunes. The subject line reads, could be the next Rhett and Link. What? Already starting off great. Here we go. Five stars, by the way. I really enjoyed listening to this podcast. <clears throat> Ever since Rhett and Link stopped doing War Biscuits, I had been looking for a go-to podcast to listen to. This podcast will inform you on a number of things never you never thought you needed to know, but once you learn them, you wonder how you lived without knowing this useful information. And Tyler is related to my brother and sister somehow, but I swear I'm not biased. This podcast is totally worth a listen, so give it a shot. So apparently... That's family, man. That's family. Um... I have an idea of who that is, and I promise you I did not proud them to call us the next Rhett and Link. I did actually did not see that review, and if this is who I think it is, I'm sorry I did not read your review before now because I do love this podcast, and I should have read that review already. It's all right, man. I didn't see it until I pulled up the reviews to read a review. Yeah, but week. I love the review of the week because now it's out there, and I feel all warm and f- fuzzy about Listen, myself. and what JP2U, whoever you may be. I am extremely flattered that we got called possibly the next Rhett and Link. That's I'm going to take that possibly, and I'm going to run with it. We will run with it. We're gonna... we, we, we've got some good ones coming up. There's a couple other. There's one other new review I hadn't seen before this week. Oh, cool. um, and then we've got, we've got a few other good ones. So Save it. we've Save still it. got we'll some bet. more reviews uh, coming down the line. But thank you, JP, to you. If you want to have your review read on the podcast, you can go to iTunes.com, search Here's the Thing, click Review, give us a uh, five-star rating if that's what you would like to do. But, you know, follow your conscience. And then if you also want, we would love for you to leave also some words and tell us what you think because we thrive on... Are we going to read the reviews of <clears throat> people that just leave stars? Like, we're going to say the name and be like, they gave us this many stars. I don't... If somebody just gives stars, I don't think it has a name. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because we've only got... Yeah, we have. We definitely have less reviews than we have star ratings. Okay. So it just it doesn't do a name thing. So if we don't average one review a week... Every review we have, of- though, is five stars. That's fantastic. Nice. Well, so thank far. you so much, all nice. the reviewers, for that. If we don't average one review a week, then we are not going to have a very successful review of the week segment in weeks to come. It's going to crash at some and point. burn. It's, so I just want to put it out there. I'm that means we need. That out. means we need the listeners to step up. I'm going to throw this out there. I was listening to another podcast this week, and they were talking about how most people really enjoy the listener mail review whatever section of podcasts but most people never write into podcasts and i was like that makes me feel bad because i listen to a lot of podcasts i have a podcast and i never write into podcasts yeah man never once so for me either i wrote either. into two podcasts last week oh, what? this week this hey, remember that time you week. thought that i wrote into a podcast you listened to i did because they said they said tyler may 
Yeah, that's crazy. And I was like, dude, do you listen to this podcast? And you were like, no, I don't listen to I was to like, never heard of it. And then it <laughs> It's a good one, though. You should listen to that podcast. Your... You know what? I'll go ahead and plug it. Not sponsored. Welcome to our podcast. It's Mike Falzone. And it's a great podcast. Mm. Um, and all right. you like Italian food. He's not a chef. Okay. But that name, he's, though. He's a YouTube comedian slash stand-up comedian. But he is very name. Italian, though. But that name, though. His name is um, literally his name is literally the, it's, it's like an iconic Italian entree. <clears throat> well, you, one letter off. You said calzone, right? No, uh, falzone. No, don't change, gets, it, don't change uh, it. Don't change it. Don't change it. Don't change it. I heard calzone. Yep, it's Let's calzone. Yep, yep. It's totally calzone. All right. So good um, thing. Not, good thing not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, Mike. If you ever listen to this, <laughs> no um, longer no longer sponsored. Get your yeah. oil changed at Nida's. Nida's, Ierstone. <laughs> I think Nike is. Um, I think that's how you pronounce Mikey? it. Yeah. Nike. Yeah, Mike, Love Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> Mikey will always change your oil. <laughs> We're so far off of where I was trying to Sorry. steer us that back was my to you. Um, no, no, no. It's fine. I think it's funny, but um, I'm going to try and steer us back one more time. So I will before we jump in to the uh the topic for this week i will also say <clears throat> that i i promised to eat while blindfolded this week and i'm, I'm very sorry but i broke my promise what you said that you've said that Internet. time and time again now this the, it's been it's been two times that I've you know said what this. i'm gonna and take up for times. you though you've had some crazy weeks we and it's hard to eat gig. while blindfolded when you're traveling which you've been doing yeah. a lot of as well so i, I did a lot know, of that I've been busy since I got home. Oh my gosh! Something else happened this week, guys. Oh yeah, I was. You I didn't guys know, are. I didn't know. want to bring it up first. I didn't. You know, it's your thing. I didn't know where you wanted to insert this, but I'm really excited about yeah. what you're about to say. Uh, listenerville, Cecilia locked me down this week. What? Yeah, we got we got engaged burr, burr, burr. to be to be married. So. Um, yeah, man. Uh, as of recording this podcast yesterday, it happened October 22nd. Congratulations, man. That's one day after my daughter's birthday and three days before my birthday. Yeah, man. Yeah. You got a birthday coming up soon. Um, Sam was telling me that they, he and Anna got engaged. Did you say the 28th, Sam? Yep. October 28th, 2014. Yeah. October's a busy month for people. It busy is. Month. That's when I was born. So. It's when my parents got engaged, October 3rd. That's man. not true. It's when I, I got feel married. so bad for Sorry, you, Sorry, those are two different oh. things. Your, your birthday's always drowned out by, like, everything and a half. Yeah. And, well, my daughter's birthday and, um, and Halloween, for some reason, always seems to, because it's the same week. I don't know yeah. what. Well, Halloween. you should have planned better. <laughs> I don't know who Halloween thinks it is, <laughs> but... It always just, hey, we should do a Halloween episode. We really should. We should. Because there's, uh, there's a lot of controversy about Halloween. Let's commit to that. All right. I mean, if we're going to do it, it needs to be next next week. Wait, hold up. Today's um, the 20... Today's the 23rd is when well, Our next recording this. will be on the day before Halloween. Our next... Oh, that's tough. Cause it's we, gonna can, get re- we can figure it out. Yeah, because it would get released the day after Halloween. No, it'd be fun. People just celebrated it. They want yeah, to know more about it. it. Yeah, we could talk. Because then, then it would be hindsight. Be like, oh, yeah, that's why oh, that yeah, guy that wore that thing to that party right. with that drink with that yeah. light. 
That's why that boy got possessed. Okay. Is it, isn't it called yeah, Salwin? I mean, there's a lot of different things that could happen. Right, exactly. Okay, cool. Um, All right, we're going to commit to that. We're committed. Yeah. Halloween next week. <clears throat> That's so going to require engaged. some research. We're going to do a Halloween episode. Um, um, congratulations from me to you on this podcast, dude, because thanks, I have it. seen you through the years, the ups and the downs, and man, I can I can I tell people, I mean, you said, like, after one date with Cecilia, you were like, dude, yep. this is the yep. one. And I told Casey this the other day. I was like, he had never told me that before. And when he said yeah, that, I've, I was like, I've literally never it. said that. That's it. I mean, yeah. especially, I mean, I can vouch for it. Like, honest to God, you never said it to me. And like you said it. And I was like, dude, I think, I think he means business. Mm. And now, I mean, three year salary. I uh, exactly <laughs> three years salary and um, got that ring. Cecilia's, Cecilia's carrying around eighty five carats on her hand. No, eighty. Where, uh, my, where my office fans at? Yeah, <laughs> uh, we were we were talking about that episode um, <laughs> a while back, and I I said that, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, three years salary." And I was like, yeah. And he was like, he was like, do you think she'll like it? And Pam was like, oh, she'll like it. <laughs> no, that's uh, great. That show. Yeah, that's great. Man, that um, show has gotten. If anybody was going to sponsor us, even though they've been off the air for three years now, it should be The Office because it man, should just be Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah. Steve, if you're listening. Steven, listen. Buddy. We, gosh, you don't even have to sponsor us. There doesn't have to be money. Just say the words. That's all we want. Yeah. Just. If you could just record for us, Steve Carell, just record your voice saying, I sponsor, here's the thing. I support, here's the thing podcast. Yeah. That would be great. Here's yeah. the thing with Josh and Tyler, because th- there are other, here's the things. Yeah, there are. There are. Other but whatever, Steve. I mean, if you would just As say a matter hi, fact, we'd be fine Alec with Alec Baldwin, it. if you want to sponsor us. Oh, yeah, hey. Say, here's the thing with Josh and Tyler. <laughs> that's a very... <laughs> very random <laughs> that would man be, alec baldwin has that perfect like just the greatest silky smooth i know man it's painful. i want his i want his speaking voice and i want andrew rip's singing voice very white bro very white hey here's the thing very white. who's very white you don't know who bit Okay. Should I know who that is? You, you, you Did every listener is. just turn us off because I don't <laughs> know who Barry White is? No, I don't think so. Who's I, Barry White? That guy that goes, I don't know why, I don't know why, I can't get enough of your love, babe. That guy with the really deep voice, like, you don't know that song? No, I don't Very know. Okay, maybe I take that back then, man. I'm going to look it up. I'll look it up. All right. I just I just made things up. Okay. No, 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 no. I was taking a drink. I made things awkward because I wasn't talking. I didn't feel the silence. But it's okay. Silences are fine among friends. We don't have to fill silences. It's fine. But I'm going to fill this silence because that's literally what our podcast is about. So, a couple weeks ago, we talked about the Georgia Guidestones. I had never heard of these things before. Um, And so, I thought it was crazy and it was like it just felt like it was time to talk about them because I had read about them a few weeks ago, and then it, somebody mentioned them briefly on a podcast that I was listening to, and I was like, man, I got to talk about them. Tyler had never heard about them, and so I was like, man, this is crazy, and so we were talking, and then Sam was like, here you go, and dropped in a picture of himself 
at the Georgia Guidestones. That was uh, which is going to end up on our Facebook page. Cool. I'm going to put that out there right now. Yes. So, Sam, how long ago were you there? About a year ago. About a and year. You've and been half there ago? several times, right? I, I've been there like twice. And and t- to be fair, I have family that lives in Georgia. So, and where they live is is like 20 minutes away from the from the Georgia Guidestones. And so, and I'm a big conspiracy nut too. So it's like, um, so when when I had the opportunity, I almost like freaked out because because that's that's I've always heard about the Georgia Guidestones. I'm not like an expert on it, but I do know quite. I do know not. I shouldn't say quite some details, but I do know a, a little bit about them. So yeah. Anyway, you didn't ask me that. You asked me how long how long how long ago have I been there? I've been there. It's, it's been about a year and a half. No man, it's all it's all about it's, you know it's all just all about the flow. It's all, all right. about what you can um, what you can contribute, man. Yeah. Look, here's so, the, here's my thing. Like I've brought up Georgia Guidestones since I learned about them via Josh uh, two weeks ago mm-hmm. <clears throat> to the date, and I have yet to meet someone who's like, oh yeah, those man, I'm all about that. They're always like, no, what's that? But the crazy thing is, like when you research it, like it's really really intriguing. It's a crazy thing to not know about, and a lot of people I know you, Josh, have already seen this. Sam, you too. Um, a lot of people refer to it as American Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that's kind of a big deal. Like, yeah. it's a really crazy thing. 19 feet tall, whatever all the specs are. Like, they're a pretty big deal to not know about after being in existence for, you know, what what is it, 36 years? Something like that. Uh, they were yeah, like in like back 70s. in 1980, oh, they were constructed. Did I do the math right? Yep, that's 36 far. years. So... Yeah, it's kind of a it's that's what makes it so intriguing to me. Like, you know, is there a reason that it's something when you research it, it seems pretty relevant. Is there a reason that it's been kept such a secret and maybe not maybe it hasn't been kept a secret. But is there a reason that like it's it's definitely not public now. Like it's not something that people go out of their way to discuss. Right. They're not talking about it in the history books. Right. I mean, nobody's. No. Yeah. Nobody's talking about it unless you've been there. You know someone. Like it's like referral based. Like you got to know someone to know about it, or else you don't know about it. Right. So I found out through you, and uh, now Steve, who's been on the podcast before. Yeah. Did you hear a clinging just now? Did you hear a little bit of a noise? Because I I heard a something. I, I bumped some stuff. Oh, that's um, okay. He now uh, he now knows of them because right. I I shared with him. So you know, it just it's interesting to me. And, and now all of our listeners know. And now all of our listeners get before. to get in on the goods. I'm um, very surprised other podcasts, you know who I'm talking about, have not uh-huh. covered this. Yeah, I am too, actually. It's, it's a pretty big one for like five That's or six That's another email of, I'm going to write. You should. Yeah. I would Actually, I would love to get their take on that would be cool. this thing. Um, all right, so just a quick recap, um, and then we can pick it up where we left off before. Um, Georgia Guidestones, um, it's a huge monument um, in Georgia, obviously. Elbert Elbert County. Mm -hmm. And um, on these quote-unquote guidestones uh, are 10 guidelines um, to preserve the future of humanity um, in a bunch of different languages. English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. And the guidelines read as follows. Uh, number one, maintain humanity under 500 thou million. 500 million. Right. I did that last time, 500,000. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Number two, 
guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Number three, unite humanity with a living new language. Four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Number five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes with a world court. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. That one's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Number nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And number 10, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave Leave room room for nature. nature. Uh, the phrase so nice, they said it twice. (laughs) And, (laughs) um, so we only got pretty much as far as, well, we really, I mean, really, really number one kind of, um, because I would like to pick up there too. Now that we have Samuel's feedback, not to cut you off, but I I have a train of thought that I want to just, and we did. So just for complete. Uh, transparency. Last week, when we recorded the the podcast with the band, before we recorded that, we were talking about this with Sam because we knew Sam was going to be on this week's episode. Um, and so I know Sam's got some thoughts on all of this, um, but we talked specifically about number one. Um, so we really only got as far as number one and number two. Mm-hmm. Um, and number one again is maintain humanity under five hundred million in, per- in perpetual balance with nature. Um, and number two kind of goes along with it. It says guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Um, we touched on a couple others last time we talked about this, but we really spent most of our time talking about those two because those blow my mind. Just those first <laughs> two blow my freaking well, mind. They're the, so, they're by, the other thing is they're the, by far the most specific. Like I think yes. out of everything there, there's a lot of like um, a lot of things are very, I don't know, vague is not the word because they're, they're not – they're just they're to be interpreted the way you want to interpret them kind of. Some mm-hmm. of them are. Most of right. them are. Those first two are like, yo, this is what you should do. And it gives yeah. you an exact number and it gives you the exact rules, improve fitness and stop reproducing so rapidly. And that's the most aggressive part of the whole thing in my opinion is number 1 and 2 cuz yeah. it's like it's just telling you it's it's kind of bossing you around a little bit. Yeah. And so just as a reminder um, because we, we talked about kind of where the world was um, at different points in history as far as population is concerned. Um, so before 1,000, um, the year the year 1,000, um, the population slowly but steadily – or I'm sorry. Um, yes. Before 1,000, the population slowly but steadily increased, going from about 4 million in 10,000 B.C. Okay? 10,000 B.C. We were at 4 million. To 265 million in 1,000 A.D. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, from 1850, when we had 1 billion people, um, the population grew almost 1.5 million per year. Um, and basically, so where we're at now, between 1850 and 2000, the world went from 1 billion people to around 6, 6.5 billion. Yeah. All right. And right now we're sitting at about 7.5 billion people right. on the planet. So the population is growing at an exponential rate. So this is what we were talking about last week, mostly. And Sam, I want to get your take 
on that specifically, and then we can move on to some other stuff. But because I know we were talking about this, um, so I I think kind of where we left off is we were wondering. I mean, we were saying the world is going to run out of resources at some point, right? Um, which seems to be why five hundred million for whatever reason is the magic number. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, what were you, you were you said something about? How the the contiguous United States, like how many people could live in the United States? Right. All right. So so I'm gonna kind of give a a preface here. Anything I say or um, interject does doesn't for, for the sake of the listeners, because I want to do a service to the podcast. Uh, does not necessarily represent what Josh and Tyler believe. It's just the just getting a third party perspective from from my point of view, and from some studying that I've done. Um, so anyway, so if you get offended, the, the, hang on. Let me ask my lawyer real quick if that was if that was sufficient. What you just said. Yeah. Good. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's approved. That's fine. All right. <laughs> disclaimer. You can literally fine. say okay. anything you want now that you've done that. Thank you. Sweet. Sweet. All right. So. All right. So. We, if, if we look at the first line of the Georgia Guidestones, it says maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Okay, so there's a lot of talk that the Earth is overpopulated. Where that started from, I think it started in like 1780-something. I forgot what the dude's name was. I, I probably should have done some better research. But there was a lot of talk about there being overpopulation and that the world was going to run out of resources and natural resources by 1890. Somewhere in there, we found out that oil became a a, a big player in the game. And um, I think it's hogwash that the Earth is anywhere near populated. I um I, I was looking at some numbers where you could fit the the uh, population in New Zealand as if you were to um, take how people live in New Jersey, how people like cluster together, you can like take that, take those same metrics and apply the world's population uh, to New Zealand. Uh, that you can comfortably fit the world in um, in, in the U.S. Um, and we we did some numbers on there. I think it was like, and you could get like, and everybody, uh, including like again, not not just families, like each individual could get something like. Was it like three acres of land or something like that? I think it was, yeah, about three acres of land. So per 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 household. Per ho- yeah, again, US. that's per household. Um, and that's that's the entire world's population. And just to interrupt your th- which, where, where you're headed, real quick, that was the train of thought I was going to run with that I was talking about. Josh obviously jumped right into it, which is awesome because we're all in the same place. For me, I think a lot of it is our resources. If that that's part of the issue, it's not the population itself. Our requirement as a society, what we consider a resource, is a big part of the issue because the reality is that, you know, if you go back and and not super long ago, you know, having a farm and animals and being able to grow crops and just sustain life, mm-hmm. um, that's not that hard to do. I mean, you can do that on three acres of – you can do that on three acres of land. Right, right. So um, – Anyways, I thought it was pretty interesting, you know, as I looked into it, that the resources that are being depleted or whatever, you know, sure, you know, you already said it, oil, gas, all these things. Um, But I think when it really comes down to it is as far as surviving as a humanity, along the train of thought that you already said, it would not really require 
I mean, it would require work. You'd have to start a. You'd have to have a like. You'd have to build your. Right. You know your your economy around you. I guess. I mean, right. you watch The Walking Dead. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what uh, they do in that little town of Alexandria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I'm not too big on The Walking Dead. <laughs> I just, uh, I just, I saw the last couple of episodes only because you know I know you're talking about with that. But um, kind of back to what I was saying. So we have to look at that. So the Earth being like anywhere near overpopulated is just it's absolute hogwash. Yeah, there are overpopulated areas. If you go to India, if you go to New York, if you go to um, a lot of your major cities, there are yes overpopulated areas. But the Earth being um, like overpopulated is again hogwash. Secondly, that brings me to the second part of that of of that uh, first. Um, uh, guide, I guess you could say, in perpetual, perpet, in perpetual balance with nature. Right. So, um, are, are, there's a lot of different resources we can use. Again, I'm a big conspiracy theorist, so I think our government has held us back a lot on a lot of resources that we could be using. So, for example, um, if we say, you know, we gotta, we're running out of oil. You know, we, we've been consuming A, B, and C amount of oil for the last. Um, Two years and that, and, and then in the next thirty years, that's going to be, um, that's going to be, you know, we're going to run out like in the next like twenty years, whatever. Okay, so let's let's look at like just 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 let let's just look at oil itself. Um, I think somebody had did like a study where there was oil that was drilled. I think it was like it was either in Canada or Iraq. I know those are completely polar opposites, um, but um, where th- that the U.S. itself could use for the next two hundred years. You know, we look at. Please fact check me if you if you are if you are listening like fact check everything I'm saying because I don't want it to just be spitting out you know false information. Uh, secondly, let's look at you know paper. Um, we're we're cutting down trees like crazy, and again I am no I am no environmentalist by any means. Um, I just think we have a, a, a due diligence to protect the earth that we've been given. But let's look at, let's look at paper for example. You know trees I think take like twenty to twenty five years to grow. Cannabis takes like fourteen to like twenty one days to grow. And cannabis is a lot more effective when it comes to paper and in medicines right. and in a lot of different areas. We're not running out of water, I promise you. We are not running out of water because it's like what? Is it 70 or 90% of the earth is made up of water? I think it's like, I think it's like 70. 70. So there is no way, no absolute way we are going to be running out of water. Um, I, I dare say if we double the population in in the next 200 years that we could be using water at the same rate and and the way yeah, and that was a bigger issue before they we had the technology the filtration processes exactly. that we have today i exactly. mean they've got machines now where you could like put, it's like you can put a straw in the ocean in the worst part of the ocean and drink it and it filters it to fresh water as uh, it hits your mouth uh, uh, yeah so, exactly well bill gates is working on that that thing that literally turns poop into drinkable water um, they've, they've already got a couple working prototypes. Um, but his, his effort is to bring clean water to like third world countries and stuff yeah, like that. And it, that's, it's like, it's literally turning poop into drinkable I just, water. It's, it's, I think you saying poop is what's throwing me off. Yeah, like it's, true. Maybe say, feces or, or like yeah, excrement. That's, that's literally what it is. Yeah. Just say human weight, like say yesterday's lunch or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so we need that, to do a podcast on poop, by the way. We gotta dude, cover that. That'll be awesome. Sure. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing about poop. Sorry. Back to what you're saying, Sam. No, yeah, you're right. We're not. I, I that that kind of piggybacked on what I said, so it makes me feel good. Like so many of the things that we need to survive, we're not gonna run out of. It's it's 
there's a lot of scare tactics. And, there are, yeah. And again, I there there's bound to be at least one person. Oh yeah, who's gonna be offended by listening to this podcast, but. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Um, I do enjoy Josh and I both. I can't. I think disclose this in previous podcasts. Like we enjoy discussing them and kind of getting y'all's feedback because we're just interested. You know, we're interested in, in hearing what other people have to say. Just because we we truly are. We're not. We don't really have a set opinion. Um, but things like this are interesting to think about. This is the world we live in. Sometimes it's fun to stop and to really think about. You know what we're being told versus what may be the reality, and um, there is no doubt outside of the Georgia Guidestones that there are a lot of things that, if people as a whole stopped and took a step back and really took a, a broad view, mm-hmm. I think we'd be yeah we'd be pretty eye opening. But we don't because we do what we're told. We buy what we're you know the things that are advertised, and we just kind of go with the flow. And that's that's been society for years now yeah. but um that's all going to change thanks to here's a thing podcast so that's saving the world one one person at a time <laughs> one but, member of yeah. listenerville at a time <laughs> uh but you know i'm not going to get too too um off off topic here but you know some would say that it's that it's a and, and i'm just going to say a lot of th- things that you would assume or know who these groups are that it's a, a a message from what you would call people what people call the illuminati the mason so there's a lot of different things to play in there um and then also one thing i will say this w- without getting off too off topic here um i don't really i'm i don't really trust the government so when you, when you have people like the epa or the Department of Statistics that are pushing out these numbers, you kind of look and you kind of say, well, I, I mean, these guys um, are are pushing out these numbers, but what's their agenda? So th- there's a bigger picture than the Georgia Guidestones. Those are just kind of the tools, or, you know, if, if you believe that, that that comes from the government, um, th- those are just kind of some of the tools that they use to, to use, as Tyler said, use as scare tactics. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I so again I like I think I think we all know that eventually at some point who knows when um the earth will run out of whatever natural resources we're using which is why you know people are looking into renewable energy exactly and you know sustainable um energy sources and things like that because eventually there there probably won't be enough oil and gas to to go around um, you're right. We're not running out of water anytime soon. Our, May I interject on something? Our whole planet. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if, uh, if, you, if, if any of you know who Nikolai Tesla is, but Nikolai Tesla actually yeah. um, created free energy. Um, so literally, you could stand in Nikolai Tesla's field um, or wherever he was pushing out his energy, hold a light bulb, and that light bulb would light up like while it's in your hand. So that was pushed out big time. Uh, the reason why I think our government was responsible and I think that they had him killed um is because you can't you you weren't able to meter his the energy that you know he was going to provide but but Thomas Edison seems to be the big push you know it was all about Thomas yeah. Edison and all that stuff so that is one source of energy that we could have had that our government has held us back from from um being able to um use and so anyway sorry that's just one little one little pointer in there. <laughs> I love I love how um, I'm not discounting this, but I love how uh, you just tossed it in there that <laughs> our our government may be responsible for having Nikola Tesla just killed off. Um, 
He's like, like, but you know, that's that's not my point no, right now. I'm just saying. He didn't say maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, but they are responsible. It, it, it's um, definitely. No, no, no. It's great. It's because um, th- that's why Josh and I were talking about this. There's a lot of fun things to talk about that. Uh, even as a listener, I would be interested in hearing because just the things that make you think, man. Like yeah. you, uh, I'm not out to bash the government because I know it's not all bad, but there's definitely uh, there's definitely some things. There are things. There happening. are some things to be talked about. For sure. I um I need to correct something that I said on the la- on on part one of this episode, and I was saying the one world. <laughs> organization and that's i don't know why i was saying that that's uh-huh. not what i meant i meant the new world order yeah because remember star I was wars meaning to say right um so the nwo is what i was talking about i don't know why i was saying the one world organization that doesn't i don't know wasn't that, that a wrestling uh division yeah you know what i was actually gonna the, hit on that um really I quick have no idea ted turner you, you talked about ted turner right yeah i mentioned ted turner so ted turner the founder of he's a big CNN, globalist mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he is a big globalist and he's been a champion of, uh, number one, um, maintaining humanity, um, under a set threshold. I don't know if he specifically has ever said 500 million, but he's been a huge proponent of population control. Right. Um, and again, when you say that it sounds, I I mean, it's, it's a crazy concept anyway, but Mm -hmm. when you say that it sounds really like cold and calculating and clinical and it's not like. Ted Turner or probably anybody else that talks about population control. It's not like they're talking about killing off all but 500 million people on the planet. What they're talking about is finding ways to reproduce less and to kind of like curb it, bring yeah, curb it and bring the population down to 500 million over time. They're not, they're not trying to kill off. Well, I got to, uh, I have to disagree there. And just just okay. just slightly, oh, oh, two things about Ted Turner. Here's a fun little fact. Okay, Ted Turner owned also TNT, uh, Turner Network Television, and they hosted. Okay. Oh, they, fun fact. They hosted. I did not uh, know that. That's what that stood for. Yeah, I had no clue. They they hosted um, a wrestling, an old wrestling show called WCW, the World Wrestling Champion, World Championship Wrestling, and two things right. in there. Uh, part of part of that part of and, and that was his baby. Like he directly owned WCW, and part of that was uh, just it's just a fun little fact here. Of that part of like the the gimmicks that they had was called the New World Order, and uh, the NWO, and then you know you had Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Like Hulk Hogan did get his name Hollywood Hulk Hogan until he went to WCW, and then there's like a lot of conspiracies with like Hollywood and 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 the New World Order. That's that's anyway that's completely that's re- relevant to this. But all right, and then secondly, um, I disagree that it's that people are are, are intentionally trying to be killed uh, i think that's why again a lot of people would disagree with me on vaccines that's why there's a lot of um push for vaccines and uh, wh- why you're putting mercury and and uh and aluminum and vaccines vaccines doesn't make any sense also when you have an opportunity look up the fema coffins uh just type in fema coffins and then you'll see just for acres and acres of and miles well, probably not miles but acres um of, of literally black coffins and there's like several huh. locations for that. So you know, do I think Ted Turner is intentionally? Interesting. Do, do I think Ted Turner um, is it a matter of just trying to be kind of conservative with the population? No, I think there's an intent to to, to die the population down. Anyway, that's just my two cents. But hmm. well, no, I, I, that's, um, 
that's fair. Have um, you guys seen the trailer for Inferno? I like not. the next, mm. uh, it's like the next part to the, uh, it's Tom Hanks movie. It's like the next part to Da Vinci Code or whatever. Ah, it's about regulating no. the, poli- it's about regulating the population. Huh. No, anyway, I, saw, I saw, it's literally the theme of the movie is regulating the population with like a disease or whatever. Um, I saw a trailer for it and immediately I went to the Georgia Guidestones because, huh. um, yeah, I thought it was interesting because it's like modern day. It's happening. Yeah. Oh, think about time. this. So. Ted Turner from Atlanta, and the, Gi- the Georgia Guidestones are two hours away in Elberton. Anyway, oh, just, a, just a fun fact. Just a fun little fact. I didn't think about that either. Hmm. That's super fun. All right. That fact. Okay. Uh, so there's, I mean, that's enough right there to, to look up and spend a lot of time. Um, that was like four podcasts worth of info, Sam. Researching. <laughs> awesome. Appreciate that. All right. So um, number three is one of the most innocuous items on this list unite humanity with a living new language Ooh. um sure i don't see anything <laughs> wrong with that well yeah um, well, f- for me yeah i mean that was the way i think that we were intended to be as a society in the beginning right biblically speaking 100 percent. right if you sub- if you subscribe to biblical views um you may be familiar with the story of the tower of babel uh, which, according to the Bible, is when mankind tried to build a tower that would reach into heaven, um, and uh, God was like, no, that's not okay. You're doing this for the wrong reason. Um, that's not how that works. So exactly. God was like, so, that's not how the force works. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. Uh, so God... Um, Kind of as a judgment. Was that blasphemy? Use a Han in a way, line No, not at all. Right. God has a sense of humor. Oh, that's right. All right. Um, he made you. So, kind of as a judgment, as a way to to just break up this whole endeavor, um, God created different languages for the first time, and so all of a sudden, all the people that were working together to do this thing couldn't understand each other anymore. They all kind of went off uh, their separate ways, um, and that's where we have the nationalities and the races and the and the all the stuff that we have today um so if you subscribe to biblical biblical views um you probably know that story but again um if again if you subscribe to biblical views or even if you don't i don't think anybody's like no one language for the world like what right. harm could come of everybody being able to? That, that, no, see, here, here, here's oh, why that's a problem. Just fantastic if we could communicate well with one another. The, that's going to be, be actual problem with Americans is because they're going to have to be forced to learn a different language if it's not English. That's where yeah, the, we, that's where the dilemma is going to come in. Yeah, oh, yeah. As long I'm as the language is English, there, I'm okay with. Oh yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah, sure. yeah, a lot of these are going to be problems <laughs> for Americans if we're going to be honest. Because Americans it would only be fair if you created a brand new language True. and everybody everybody participate. Yeah, you can't pick one country and be like, oh, we like I'd be up for that, though. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be up for that. What do you do do with English, though? It's just like some, like, Klingon language. True. It ends up being, like, Latin. It's like some dead language. Or pig Latin. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, So, all right. And then number four. um, Here's the big one. Here's the big one. Go ahead. Sorry, Josh. I I feel this could go either way. Number four. Again, it says rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things tempered with reason. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so, rule, passion, of course. Rule, tradition, of course. 
Um, I think the one in here that people have a problem with is faith. Uh, because why rule faith? Why temper faith? Right. Um, for any reason, um, whether you're talking about spiritual faith or just faith in general, why temper it? Um, and this this is where things start sounding a little socialist. Not socialist, communist. Communist yeah. was the word I was I was looking for. Um, you know, it's it sounds like that would lean also towards the reasoning that like. You know, fiction is dangerous. Imagination is knowledge is dangerous. Reading is dangerous. Whatever. Um, so that seems a little weird. I can see why people have a problem with that. Uh, number five: oh, sure. protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. I think we can all be on on board with that. Um, the interesting That's, thing, yeah. though, that I think, th- like the interesting thing about that one, is that immediately after that, number six: let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. So. You've got number five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Um, obviously, that's that's what we try to do now, at least you know, in, in uh, most right. nations around the world. That's what we try to do. Number six <clears throat> seems like it almost says the same thing, but it implies, again, it implies a kind of a one-world uh, government structure. Yeah. And it says, let all nations rule internally. Um so, like, imagine nations being, like, states now, um, resolving external disputes in a world court. So there is some structure organization that has oversight over all of these nation states or whatever you want to call them. Um, right. Yeah. Can, I, yeah, can I interject real quick? Just because, like, 4, 5, and 6 all kind of have um, – Kind You're of right, they do, yeah. Playing with each other. I mean, think think about this. It's like real passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Well, first of all, the people who are would be running the world, you know, first of all, what would be their faith? And then what would be considered, you know, and we still struggle with that today, um, uh, you know, is, is, is a fetus a baby, a person, is it murder, is it not? So, you know, let's take Sharia law. Sharia law, you know, it says, you know, you should be able to beat their wife, beat your wife if she's not, you know, participating with you or, or obeying you. You know, we have to look at those different things. And we say, okay, well, first of all, who is ruling what faith? And then we have to take into account at number six, let all nations rule inter- internally, resolving external disputes in world court. Well, you know, if you're in a world court, um, then who decides? Um, what the laws are going to be, and and if so, what are they going to be based off of? Whose faith and all that stuff. So that 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 does those three things are do go in hand, yeah, and very scary when yeah, yeah, you're right. Because without anyway, so. who decides who decides how much and with how much temperance you rule passion, faith, and right. tradition? Um, who decides what the fair laws and just courts are? Um, yeah, that's that sounds a little scary. Um, Number seven, uh, again, this is my favorite one. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. I'm 100% on board with that. Um, (laughs) Amen and amen. Uh, Number eight. So so number eight was an interesting one. We did touch on this last time. Um, To me, it's interesting. And again, I think you could take it one of two ways. Balance personal rights with social duties. So again, I think that that does sound socialistic to me in a way, but it could also sound um, altruistic. Uh, so you could take it to mean I'm going, I'm going to, um, 
balance my sense of personal justice with the good of the whole. But you could also take it to mean, uh, you know, your you have to balance your duties to society with the good of the whole. And those are two very different things. One is selfless and one is, um, you know, do your duty comrade type thinking. Um, right. So that one's interesting to me. Um, number nine seems out of place on this list. Um, because, again, if you're going to rule faith with tempered reason, number nine seems like it doesn't belong in this list because number nine says True. prize, truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And if you're going to prize truth, beauty, and love, seeking harmony with the infinite, it seems like that is in contradiction with number four, which is rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Um, mm-hmm. Seeking harmony with the infinite doesn't seem to mesh with tempered reason, at least in my mind. Mm. Um, sure. Or with regulating the population, because right. I feel like inevitably, yeah. Uh, yeah, because if you're prizing beauty and love, um, then, then li- all life is all life is right. important. Um, and then number 10, uh, be not a cancer on the earth, leave room for nature, leave room for nature. Um, which I think (laughs) kind of circles back sort of to, you know, to number one and number two, um, just saying, you know, it's a very conservationist, uh, philosophy. Don't be a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. <laughs> that's the, that, that's mm-hmm. somebody definitely wasn't there, but dude, don't be a cancer man. Yeah. Don't, like I, know, that's, that's I was literally language. just thinking that. Like right yeah. there, <laughs> it's tough. Um, don't be a blank. Such a cancer to this whole. Situation. So, dude, who invited that guy to the party? <laughs> such a cancer. So my <laughs> one thing I'm wondering, looking through this list. So we, you know, we talked about last week, not last week, two weeks ago, on part one, we talked about how. This guy, um, I think his name was Joseph. Nope, sorry, Robert Christian. It's like, um, approached Alberton uh, Granite Finishing Company and and commissioned this this sculpture. Um, went through all of the you know the legal hoops and the red tape to get this constructed. Um, on you know the government brought the county bought the property and they constructed this on that property. But he said um, he admitted that he was representing an organization um, that preferred to remain anonymous, and he was the spokesperson for this rep- this this association. He was the representative. Um, so, and this this wasn't a cheap um, construction. I, I I had the figure, and I don't I don't see it anymore. Um, but it wasn't cheap. Obviously, it's it's two hundred and thirty seven thousand pounds of granite um and so just just transportation of this thing alone wouldn't have been cheap but just so the the company that he went to to commission this um quoted him like an outrageous fee um because they didn't want to do it they thought he was a nut um and he took it um he went ahead and commissioned it for that fee so they did it um so he's representing an organization that prefers to remain anonymous. They're obviously well-funded. Um, so again, somebody, I mean, I mean, you don't spend this much money building this kind of a thing for no reason. Somebody felt like they had a good reason to build this thing. Uh, 
and a lot of money went into this. This is a, a structure. If you, if you look at pictures, um, if you haven't yet, go online, search Georgia Guidestones. This is a very sturdy. If you haven't yet, go to our Facebook. Oh, that's page right. We do have a picture up there. As you're listening to this podcast, okay. I just want to um, make sure you know. This you is a very sturdy structure. Um, <clears throat> it's freaking granite. You know, for goodness sake. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Crazy. It's super sturdy. It's, it really is. Um, and we'll you know we'll post the picture of Sam there, um, so you guys can get a sense of scale. Like, this is a big thing. Um, so, what I'm driving at is. Why? What was the reason? Somebody thought this information was important enough to spend this much money right. and effort. Um, and if this organization wanted to remain anonymous, commissioning this in the first place was a risk. They're mm-hmm. risking some sort of recognition or discovery, even with can we take a, a few minutes person to talk about the time capsule? Yes, I was situation. actually yes. Okay, so. Like I feel like I feel like we should wrap it all up with, because that's like a side, like a side thing. Yes, to it the is. Whole it's about project. ten feet from the, about ten feet from the actual stones. You want to say it, Tyler? Or? Mm. No, I want you to because you're the one that brought it up. I didn't even know really much about it until you brought it up to me last week, and then I researched it. This yeah, the week. time capsule is okay. something I found out after last week's episode. So I'm I'm glad I'm oh, glad awesome. you're bringing it up, Sam. Yeah, I think Sam, especially since he got to see it in person, should take okay. the lead on this. So, uh, I'd say about 10 or 15 feet from the actual guide stones, th- there's a little spot. It's like a slab of concrete that says, it's like underlined sponsors. I guess that's who they're talking to. Sponsors. A small group of Americans who seek the age of reason. And then under that, that's the end of that sentence, it says time capsule. And then, and then it says placed six feet below this spot on, and then it, there's a blank spot, and then right below that that says to be opened on, and then there's another blank spot, and that's that's all it says. It's a very Im- vague, ambiguous uh, slab of concrete, which I have no idea. Wait a minute, they don't even have an open What's... on date. Nope. No, there's no date. That that's what makes. So let me ask. This is my first question. And I think this would be the listener's first question. Is there, like, have they actually done any kind of research to see if there's something buried beneath that stone? You know, it's heavily, uh, well, I shouldn't say heavily guarded. It's literally not heavily guarded. So there's, like, one camera. So I, I think it's a matter of respect. People, well, it's been defaced One times, camera, but. so it's as guarded as my house. Continues. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's ever dug dug the, dug up under that time capsule or, or, or it, what. It's weird to me that it's something really weird. That- that big has not been excavated yet like dude it there's no date there's no right or wrong answer like why are we not why are we not are we afra- like are we afraid of what we'd find or i don't know that see to me out of the whole thing that's the biggest question mark in my mind like when it comes to conspiracy is what what what's what's this time capsule talk like what there's no date is it just in like did did Whoever did this, did they do it? To, is the whole thing to play with everyone's minds, and it means nothing, and there is no time capsule, and that's why they left the dates blank? You know Bro. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, it's the '80s, so, dude. Yeah, seriously, that's so true. <laughs> so I, I'm that's reading, I'm reading something here, and like people are talking about it, and, and one person said they went to GeorgiaGuideStones.com and had a look at the time capsule plate, um, and this was the theory that they posited there. Um, 
The Georgia Guidestones are incomplete. New stones are to be added at the site. That means the sponsors of the stone intend to have a ceremony after the climax event that levels the population of the human race to half a billion. The climax event is going to take place soon. The climax event is going to involve changes in the fixed heavens, whatever that means. The new stones shall mark the Earth's orientation to the new heavens. The dates from the new calendar are to be carved in the stone at that time. Um, so those are the theories hmm. posited at GeorgiaGuidestones.com. There, there was a really big theory about it because in the if, if if you look at the guidestones, you need to look at the very top. There's a there's like a a, a it's probably about a three to four foot uh, square um square cube that was in there that had the date 2014 on it and, and I don't know when exactly it was placed there but the last time I went that 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 cube was taken out of its out of its place and so I, huh. I don't know maybe there was supposed to something that was go down and go there was so I'm so, so tongue tied right now there was supposed there, there was something that was supposed to go down in 2014 um I don't know that's that may have be of some interest but somebody else was saying since there's not a buried on date that they haven't buried the time capsule yet. Ooh. Um and that's still waiting to happen for whatever reason. Uh these things are super weird, man. And um I would love you know what I would love? I would love for anybody else out there who's heard of these things or or knows stuff about these things or has theories about these things uh to write in and tell us Absolutely. What you guys think about this? Um, I like, I freaking love stuff like this, and I could read about this kind of stuff all day long. So if you've got like interesting stories or insights or theories or whatever about the Georgia Guidestones, <clears throat> write in and let us know because um, there's some weird stuff happening, and we want to know what it's all about. Um, real quick, guys. Before we get out of here, I don't know if you heard about the WikiLeaks emails recently that were shared. Um, No, but there was a bunch. um, Julian Assange is doing his thing and he's releasing emails from uh, Hillary Clinton and a whole bunch of people. Um, Mixed in, though, with these emails was uh, a few emails to um, I think John Podesta uh, is his name. He was um, part. Of, he was on staff during the Clinton administration. Um, he is now uh, Hillary Clinton, the head of uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign right now. Um, and so these emails are from a while back. Um, but he was in correspondence with um, a an astronaut um, named Edgar. Let's see, Mitchell. Um, who was the sixth man to walk on the moon. Um, Edgar Mitchell passed away in February of this year. Um, But Edgar Mitchell was in contact with John Podesta um, because Edgar Mitchell uh, was saying that not only are are aliens real, um, but we are in contact with them. Um, and that they are, uh, trying to share, uh, energy information with us, um, specifically zero point energy. Um, so there's, I have a couple excerpts, 
um, of these emails pulled up. So I want to get you guys' take on this real quick. Um, one excerpt says, Dear John, this is from Edgar Mitchell. Dear John, because the war in space uh, race is heating up, I felt you should be aware of several factors as you and I schedule our Skype talk. Uh, remember our nonviolent ETI, extraterrestrial intelligence, from the contiguous universe are helping us bring zero-point energy to Earth. They will not tolerate any forms of military violence on Earth or in space. The following information in italics was shared with me by my colleagues Carol Rosen, who worked closely for several years with uh, Werner von Braun before his death. Carol and I, uh, let's see, uh, have worked on the treaty on the prevention of the placement of weapons in outer space. Again, that is the Treaty on the Prevention of the Placement of Weapons in Outer Space, attached for your convenience. Um, so he states very matter-of-factly. He says, remember, our nonviolent ETI from the contiguous universe are helping us bring zero-point energy to Earth. Um, just states it very matter-of-factly, like this is something that he and John Podesta have discussed before. Um, in another excerpt, he says... Dear John, as 2015 unfolds, I understand you are leaving the administration in February. It is urgent that we agree on a date and time to meet to discuss disclosure and zero-point energy at your earliest available after your departure. My Catholic colleagues, here's where it gets really interesting. My Catholic colleague, my Catholic colleague Terry Mansfield, will be there too to bring us up to date on the Vatican's awareness of ETI. Ooh. Another colleague is working on a new space treaty citing involvement with Russia and China. However, with Russia's extreme interference in Ukraine, I believe we must pursue another route for peace in space and ZPE on Earth, zero-point energy on Earth. I met with President Obama's Honolulu childhood friend, U.S. Ambassador Pamela uh, Hamamoto, on July 4 at the U.S. mission in Geneva when I was able to tell her briefly about zero-point energy. I believe we can enlist her as a confidant and resource in our presentation for President Obama. I appreciate Aaron's assistance in working with Terry to set up our meeting. Um, again, he's stating things very matter-of-factly, talking about the Vatican's awareness of ETI, extraterrestrial intelligence. Um, mm -hmm. Again, talking about zero-point energy. And he's talking about an ambassador here. He's, he's already in contact with John Podesta, talking about zero-point energy, like it's a thing that they both know about. He's apparently spoken to U.S. Ambassador Pamela Hamamoto about zero-point energy. Um, and okay, so remember, this is an astronaut. Like these guys go through intense right. training. You like you have to be an extremely smart person to even get a shot at becoming an astronaut. This man is educated. This man was disciplined. This man walked on the moon. Um, this is not a kook. This is not a crazy person. If you have a chance, if you think Area 51 is something, look up Dulce Base, D-U-L-C-E Base, Dulce Base. And then secondly, um, also look up CERN, C-E-R-N, uh, Geneva, Switzerland. It, it's it's some pretty freaky. So much to podcast about. Um, some pretty freaky stuff. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, this stuff is just, it, I mean, I know we're trying to stay on Georgia Guidestones and wrap this thing up, but because you read that, like, we can't start elaborating. That's a whole no, I just, thing. I mean, I, you guys want to pull I, I found this. But. I found this over the last week and a half, um, and so just like I just wanted to get you guys' take on what these emails are saying. We can talk about these another time or whatever. 
Um, it's just so much, man. I love this stuff, man. I love space. Things. Like my wife will tell you, I love three things. Matter of factly talking about extraterrestrial intelligence, like they all yep, know man. it's a thing that exists. Zero point energy, whatever the heck that is, and the Vatican's knowledge of ETI. What the heck? Oh yeah. yeah. Um. Mm. All crazy to me. This is crazy, and I don't understand why more people are not talking about this. Oh, also, um, part of the three things. Look up the 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 current pope right now. He's a Jesuit. Look up the Jesuit order. Look up what they're all about. It's 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 some pretty 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 crazy I, stuff. I will do that. It just um, John Podesta. I will I will just say I guess kind of in closing. I like. I just I, I need people to know that this is a thing that exists. This you can look this up. John, if you're listening, write in, man. <laughs> talk to us about this. <laughs> I don't I don't think John wants to talk about this. Although I this is what I was going to say. John Podesta when leaving the administration, um he said his biggest regret was not getting US disclosure uh of its knowledge of UFOs um before he left. So this is something he's obviously been focused on, um, which mm. is why I, I think that's probably why Edgar Mitchell knew to reach out to this man. Um, so this is a thing, and people need to – look, guys, research this. If you want to write us about this too, I would love to hear what you guys' take on this is. Yeah, me too. We'll talk more about <laughs> it I just thought this too, was interesting. Um, yeah. And, like, there are more emails being released all the time, so there's probably going to be more on this. Uh, interestingly, I did a research paper on UFOs in high school. Um, and I went into it not really knowing if I believed that aliens were out there or not. Uh, after doing the research and writing my paper, I 100% believe that there is life, intelligent life, and... They have been here before, and you can call me crazy if you want to, but it's it's no. the Fermi paradox. Um, the Fermi paradox deals with this. The Fermi paradox says, <clears throat> as expansive as the universe is, as infinite as the universe is, um, every every statistical percentage points to there having to be some form of intelligent alien life somewhere. However because of the expansiveness of the universe, our chances of coming in contact with intelligent alien life is statistically impossible. Um, I think that's the Fermi paradox. I think I, I think I said that right. But anyway, um, mm, interesting. This is crazy stuff. So look up the John Podesta crazy WikiLeaks stuff. alien emails. Uh, look up the Georgia Guidestones. <clears throat> Talk to us about both of those. I'm going to tell you I can do that right now. Uh, number one, you could send us an email. We're uh, here's a thingcast at gmail.com. If you hate email, um, because some people do, and you love social media, that's okay. We're there too. You can go to facebook.com slash here's a thingcast, uh, and you can comment on things. You can send us a message. You can post on our wall. You can do whatever you want over there within reason. Um, all things with tempered reason. Uh, or you can hit us up on Twitter. We are at HTTCast. Um, we're also on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash here's the, here's the thing cast. I almost got through that whole thing without stuttering at all. 
Um, Man, you were so super close. close. So uh, those are the places <laughs> where you can reach us. Um, and we would love to talk about all of this stuff or none of it. If you have something else you want to talk about, we'll talk about that. Um, I'm still waiting on somebody to write in about the weird mole they found. Uh, and it hasn't happened yet. So That's surprising. Yeah. Um, like it's surprising that even like our like our regular listeners or friends, fam, like somebody didn't make them. Maybe the I'm being comment. too specific because I keep saying the weird mole you found. Maybe you already knew you had a weird mole. I'll accept those emails uh, as well. That's a whole new thing, man. I'll accept those as well. That's a whole new. Um, okay, Sam. Uh, is there anything else you want to touch on before we totally wrap this thing up? There's way too much to touch on, but outside of that. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. man. It was good to have you here. Guys. And uh, I I love conspiracy theory type stuff. I love weirdness. I just finished. That's another government word, by the way. Conspiracy theory. That's a government word. Good to know. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Like that was coined by the government? Yep, it was coined by the government. I, I guess that because makes sense. It make sounds it sound, crazy. They want to make it sound least likely, yeah, right? Sounds that's, crazy. That's the point. Um, I just yeah. finished watching Stranger Things. Um, literally hours oh, before so we recorded dude. this podcast. So um, good. So Such a good it, show. Like, it broke my brain already. So I'm like, I'm yeah. totally in conspiracy theory mode. Um, That's set in the 1980s too. Yeah, man. Too. It, like, yeah, uh, like, dude, that that is a whole other, like, um, uh, MK Ultra and all that stuff. That's a whole other uh, rabbit oh trail to go gosh. down. So. Yeah, subject material. I feel that like has come up on this. We can't podcast. scare people off, so we need to spread all this stuff out. Um, so we'll we we'll we return be to some of this at a later date. Um, but seriously, if you have thoughts or theories or whatever about this stuff, right in, let us know. We want to talk about it. Um, well, we already committed to talking about Halloween yes. next week, so I feel like there's going to inevitably be some. Yeah, write in about that. Halloween stuff if you want. We'll take those too. Uh, I don't think we played our gig. It went really well. This is the first podcast. Yeah, yeah, since yeah the we gig. didn't talk about it. Um, this is the one. Yeah, after. so yeah, it uh, it went really, really well. It went better, if I'm being honest, than I thought it was going to go. Um, do you guys agree? Because you were both there, obviously, on the yeah. stage as we played. Like, you agree that, like, that was not enough. It like, was we not need enough. To be doing something else next day. Yeah. Now, like we need a book. Like we need to be playing. Well, we do. We do for sure have one coming up in December. Um, what? Yeah, but no, we gotta we gotta close December that gap. four. We need something else. Um. So, but we are working something on. Something you, wait, you didn't tell me about that. Oh my bad. Right, okay. Um. Yeah. So surprise, Sam. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I just we need to get the details, but um. Both uh the the girl that was on the committee there, um and Joe Cecilia's brother, um said they definitely want to have us back. They're having another food truck rodeo on the 4th, December 4th. Um, So they're going to have us back for that. They're giving us a longer slot um, so we can play a longer set, which is going to be great. Um, They expect more people at that one than we're at the the one that we just did. So that'll be great, too. Um, So that's exciting. Um, But, yeah, the gig went really well. Um, We're working on some stuff in the meantime, um, maybe playing some local shows around uh, the Richmond area. So if you live around there... um, Stay tuned, and we might be playing in a place where you could come see us and say hi and oh, slap us yeah. five. Um, slap us a five. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why I said it like that. I did sound like Borat. Borat? <laughs> Borat saying that. Um, so, yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, it felt good. This is the first gig we've played all together as a band. 
and it felt good, man. It felt natural. Um, sounded real good, I think. Sounded real uh, good. That, that may Dude. sound self-serving coming from us because we played the music, but um, <laughs> other people told us it sounded really good. It sounded really good, too. Uh, there was a crazy lady there that's that's what i was thinking uh if if yeah there was a yeah. crazy lady there it, either everybody in raleigh is super nice or we did okay because there was a lot of compliments kind of i'm okay with way, it being both like. yeah i'll take both um i, mean, I feel like maybe it is yeah. both actually so it's really good um band page still to come um and uh possibly some uh audio clips from uh the gig still to come as well maybe even a video clip or two if i'm feeling nasty so i still gotta figure out a way to share those with you guys i can't send them via text message because my phone says they're too long um which means i can't email them either but uh i'll figure something out i'll figure out a way to get them to you you think in 2016 there'd be a way there just there has to be yeah there are ways but you gotta pay for them i'm cheap so mm, okay. Um, well, forget yeah. that then. So okay, I'm rambling. <laughs> uh, I think this is a good place to wrap it up. Um, Probably. This I love this stuff. This was a good. I, I had love fun. it. I don't know if other people liked it's Michael it. Michael Scott. I do. I love it. Um, cool. All right, Tyler, you got anything else? Man, thank you, Sam, for coming along. I know it is. Um, not a super convenient time, and I'm glad you're able to jump in and participate. Yeah, we appreciate it. And, uh, man, yeah, you, we definitely opened up so many doors. We literally, like, walked up to, like, 30 different doors during this podcast. We opened them, and then we just turned our backs and yep. walked away. We just them. peeked inside, and so then we that's, went to the next one. Wait, so there's, there's <laughs> so many open doors laid right in front of our faces right now that we have to resolve. But that's okay. That's good. That's what it's all about is we will come back and knock them out one at a time. We're going to walk right on through those bad yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. that's the thing about the Georgia Guidestones and a little bit about the John Podesta alien WikiLeaks emails. Um, so I guess until next week, see you later. Yes, I did that!